Okay. So. <clears throat> What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Jonathan D'Angelo, a.k.a. Johnny D. Ninja Senpai Cosplay, Nainer's Cosplay, Shebag Cosplay, Damn Dad Bod, and you are tuned into another Blurred View session. And tonight, we are on the show. It's talking about comic book anime relatability. That's what we're speaking on. But this is crazy. The question is, why? Because niggas want to be able to relate to the character <laughs> that they like. What you mean, why? <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is very true. Yeah. And it's the first time in Blurview history we've had every member of the Blurview on the show. So, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully not the last time. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> but, so what's good? What's good, squad? What's good, squad? We always get pieces, not the whole. We brought Ninja out of hiding. Still can't get him on the con floor, but whatever. <laughs> you know, we'll work that out. We'll work that out. Yo, chill, bro. Don't at me. <laughs> Yo, this is crazy. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It's almost weird, because, like, it's always two and threes. It's never, like, or it's always one, twos, and threes. It's never, like, the whole squad. This is wild as fuck right now. Like, Ashley, it's not just me or Ashley. That's true. That's true, yeah, right? All right, so, comic book relatability. So, the reason why this episode even caught up is because um, we were talking about, what, was it Black Lightning? And we made a post. We, I say we like it was, it was a unanimous decision, but, you know, I'd be on Twitter acting reckless. I posted on Twitter about how DC Comics and Marvel Comics aren't as relatable as anime, which is why anime gets more poor. I'm not 100% certain that I brought this to the group, but okay. That's why Continue I... Continue with your narrative. But that's why I didn't say we, you know what I'm saying? I said I, because I took over the Twitter and it just was, did whatever. It was, it was me. Oh, you did that. Yes, I did it. So you did that. Okay, okay so you did it. <laughs> okay, all right. So, so I, I, how, did, how did you bring it in then? Right. I literally dropped into the group. I was like, y'all, what do y'all think about this topic? Oh, that's dope. That's litty. Oh, da, 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 da. And then we went from there. Right. Because okay. I remember, no, but I did post it on Twitter the other day, though. <laughs> I did this months ago. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, months ago. I'm not trying to, Ange- I'm not trying to Angela Yee you right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't. Are you sure about that? Ooh. See? <laughs> My Damn. bitch right there. Fuck y'all. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, my oh, my God. oh, 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 God. oh, 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 don't talk about her. Don't do that. God damn. Y'all didn't have to do her like that. God damn. I respect it. I respect it. Hey, look. Respect. Respect. I get it. I get it. Porn had you. All right. All right. I can't can't be mad at that. Give give credit where credit is due. All right. So Ashley came up with the topic. She Bad Cosplay came up with the topic first. I retweeted her uh, initial thoughts, and now we're here to talk about it. So, Ashley, do you want to leave? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel like Ashley should leave since she I, came I do. Work. I feel like we should. I, I, and since she I, just I, fought I for that. it. Yeah, she, you fought for it. You fought for this. You I'm trying to get to you. me to talk about this. Ain't nobody trying to nag you. literally said, I literally said, guys, you do not need me for this episode. Alright, so. If it weren't for you, we wouldn't have this episode. Yeah, exactly. Don't this do that you. to me. What? 
Do what? Give you credit? Giving you your props. Right. What you mean? Smack all of you in the face. Why are you so violent? (laughs) What is going on? Like this is your shit. Like we. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I'm trying to give you your right. So don't do that. Okay, so you know I don't know shit about shit. (laughs) (laughs) You know I don't know shit about shit. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So, all right. So, uh, I, 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 anybody want to take it, or you want me to just do what I do okay, and just? So, like, all right, all right. Are we like starting with the longevity between comics and anime characters? Because what's it? Anime characters are more relatable than comic book characters. The way like DC and like DC sets up their uh, uh, character development. Yeah. Okay. Like, let's start. Let's pick a character from let let let's pick three characters, one from each universe, right, and just go from there, right. So let's say let's pick the obvious. So let's say Batman. We'll say we'll say Bat. Where we want to do Batman or Superman? Does it matter? Are, are we are we picking the most popular in anime, the most popular in Marvel, and the most popular in DC? Yeah, let's go for let's it. Let's do all three. Yeah, um, okay. but Batman for sure, because Superman's a fucking yeah. alien. You can't relate to a dude that has whole planet fucking destroyed. I mean, that's, well, I mean, that's, that's part I of the that's part of the conversation as well. I mean, well, you, I mean, I, you can re- people can relate to Bruce Wayne more than they can Superman. That, eh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't, I don't, I don't have part, any. But Orphan watching their parents get killed. There's a few people that probably relate more to that. That's what I said. I was like, they have the same exact story. So one is a billionaire, and one is like a hapless farm boy. Superman's an illegal alien. Literally. 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 There are so many people that can relate to that. (laughs) Facts. Hey. But he's a literal fucking alien. Not just a demographic term. (laughs) But like literally, yeah, okay. So, okay, okay, so, okay, so how about this? So I'll tell you what, we'll take, we'll take, um, Cause yeah, so, and, and okay. Blue so it. how about we take dynamics? Green arrow. Huh? Green arrow. How, still well, rich. still re- no, and that's what I'm saying. Let's take dynamics, right? Let's take the let's take the dynamics of different characters from Marvel, DC, and anime, right? We'll do dynamics. So okay. it's like Ashley said: Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent have the exact same origin story. Only one's rich and one's a god, right? In Marvel, <laughs> Iron Man. It's like the brokest dude in in Marvel is Peter Parker. Yeah. Like <laughs> he's the brokest dude in Marvel, and Peter Parker is what? Uh, like what does he have? Like three PhDs and some crazy shit. Like you know what I mean? Like he's super smart, fucking. So and then, but in anime, right? Every character is what? Some kind of broke ass, homeless ass, rundown ass orphan, or one parent household. Yeah, one, one single parent, parent. To no parent household. <laughs> right, right. A single parent ass, fucking single mom. Oh. Told they ain't shit. Ain't never gonna be shit. Facts. Ain't never gonna grow up to do shit with their life because they ain't shit. Right. Like, goddamn. Right. Why do you hate them? <laughs> right. <laughs> and so it's like, you can't really, like, so with with dynamic, with character dynamic, right? With character background dynamic, nobody can relate to Marvel or DC. I'm not saying that we're not smart, but nobody's gonna be Tony Stark. Like, very few people are Peter Parker smart. He's probably the dumbest dude in Marvel. Like, if you really count the roster. Peter Parker might be the dumbest dude. I mean, if you really want to go there, maybe Luke Cage, like, is not as intelligent. Maybe. But then Luke Cage is impenetrable. So... Johnny Storm. Johnny Storm. Yeah, Johnny... Well, no, he's... But he's a genius, though. Like, he's, he's like, he's ditzy, but he's still a genius. He's a model. 
His sister's a fucking genius. I thought Johnny Storm was smart too, though. Didn't they retcon no. him to be smart? No. No? They didn't retcon him based on the movie? Johnny okay. was always the stupid sibling. Okay, so Johnny Storm is the He just had his looks going for him. Okay, yeah, so Johnny, Johnny Storm. Was messed up, uh, pretty boy. Yeah. <clears throat> but, then- but, but remember that a lot of Marvel's superheroes are super smart because a lot of the kids who read comic books were nerds. True. They were the ones getting good grades left and right and getting picked on for in science. So they relate to the Peter Parkers, to the Tony Starks, to the Reed Richards, because they're super smart. But then how far does that relatability go? Because now you got to look at it. Like, yeah, Peter Parker, Reed Richards, uh, Tony Stark, they're all super smart, and they're smart, right? But none of those smart kids, how many of those smart kids were billionaire playboy, like, leaking off daddy's bank account? You know what I'm saying? Like, let me mm-hmm. let me build, like, six mecha fucking suits a day type. No, nobody can relate to that. Yeah, you know what I mean. It like, true. I think the one thing Marvel, Marvel, the best backstory Marvel has had dynamically <clears throat> is Peter Parker. I think that's why he's one of the more popular characters for Marvel. He was a kid. Mm-hmm. His parents died. He was raised by his aunt and uncle. He was a normal kid trying to live a normal life. He gets bit by a spider. He becomes Spider Man. Now, yes, he becomes a superhero, but he still tries to live a normal life. He tries to. He finishes high school. He tries to go to college. You know what I mean? Like he tries to hold a job, which doesn't. Tries to get the girl. Yeah. Tails, kills girl. <laughs> wow. Gets new girl. Don't, don't bring that up, bro. Don't wow. bring that up. That's not relatable. We gonna blame. That's not relatable. Yo, Gwen Stacy was literally the first L a comic character ever took. Literally. Oh my. And then, like, he grieves Gwen Stacy, tries to quit being Spider-Man, picks up Mary Jane, right? Tries to marry Mary Jane, have kids, the whole thing. Like, he's probably the most relatable because he has this down-to-earth, everyday, regular-life story on top of being extraordinary. Um, uh-huh. In DC, the best you can, the closest you can get to that is probably you have Static, Black Lightning, um... Anybody black. Yeah. <laughs> like we just let me just anybody black. Like DC was like, fuck these niggas, we gonna keep the we gonna keep their bar. Blue Beetle. Blue oh yeah, Blue Beetle. Well, he's Mexican, mm-hmm. so yeah, Blue Beetle. Cause the original Blue Beetle, Ted Cord, was a millionaire. And then he died and the other kid took over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Blue Beetle, yeah, he came from nothing but he kind of like he he wandered on the scarab like but very few of DC's characters are relatable like nobody can relate to Batman nobody can relate to Superman even the Flash even though the Flash like e- even the Flash like his origin story Reverse Flash is jealous of him goes back in time and kills his mom who does that like who does that like that's not A petty bitch that's not relatable at all like and so the the dynamic comes in is like you have a few handpicked and i think if you notice too all the characters we named like virgil hawkins peter parker miles morales had a had a decently regular backstory um jefferson pierce all these characters or even you could even say in some degree john stewart the green lantern because he was a marine he came home from war he discovered the ring like, even though he's a Green Lantern, his backstory up until he was a Green Lantern was somewhat relatable, and he still lives a relatable life, despite the fact. Like, if you look at the cartoon, if you look at, like, he was... He got to... played on by Hot Girl. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think every dude's fantasy is to sleep with a girl that has wings and shit. Maybe, I don't know. 
This man slept with a whole angel. (laughs) (laughs) Neither confirm nor deny. (laughs) (laughs) Just busting down angels. Like and then have Vic, and then have Vixen on the slide, like you know what I mean, like yeah, facts. Fighting both of them fighting over his ass after Hawk Girl betrayed the entire planet, like that's what's up. That's my boy, John Stewart. Remember correctly, she was engaged the whole time. She was uh, fucking around. Facts, bro. Big facts. Whole engaged to a whole other dude. John Stewart was hitting that shit from the back, making her wings flap. Making her, making her cock like a chicken and shit. Like that's my, that's my boy, bro. So like, yeah. So no, like, and that's the thing. Like, we rep shit like Black Panther. Like, we love Black Panther. We love Storm, right? But. Storm, she was an orphan who found T'Challa. Like, so you're an orphan who finds a whole king, a whole prince of an entire nation that's the richest, most prosperous, most advanced nation on the planet and is in Africa. That's a whole fucking fantasy. Like, everything about that is not, is, is, is all fiction. It's all fiction. Um, and, like, T'Challa, like, we fuck with Black Panther as black people because it's Africa. We want to see some, we want to see something, some semblance of us prosper and succeed. So we rep Black Panther, Shuri, Okie, all of them. Right. But we know that that's not like our reality. And so being able to relate to T'Challa isn't the same. Our imagination, our hopes and our dreams relate to that of Black Panther, but it's not what we are. It's not who we are. Um, we relate to like very few characters. And I think that's why comic books don't get sales the way they used to. Because it went from like you had this you had this little scrawny ass white kid from Brooklyn who wanted to change the world and he becomes Captain America, but without a war, without a justified war, right? And drugs. Don't and, forget the drugs. And drugs. You're gonna need drugs. <laughs> Definitely drugs. And without without a justifiable war and a justifiable cause, how many of us really can fuck with Captain America like that? You know what I mean? Like, I mean this this is controversial to say, but. We haven't had a justifiable war since World War II itself. So, like, we can't even, like, nobody can relate to Captain America. You know, um, nobody can relate to, any, hell, any of the Avengers, <laughs> except Spider-Man. Like, he's the closest we get. Um, nobody can relate to Danny Rand. Nobody can relate to Jessica Jones. No, I think Jessica Jones might have a shot. Given her backstory, I think. What do you think, ladies? I feel yeah. like. Yeah. What about? Yeah. Maybe just because of the depression that she's fighting. Maybe. That's it. <coughs> she does suffer from major PTSD, and it's mad relatable. And like, I, I didn't really watch the show, but from what I saw, she kept pushing everybody away. Like they're like, oh Jessica, let's help you. And she's like, fuck you, get the fuck out of here. Go 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 go. Drink drink drink. I'm like, god damn. That's Jessica. essentially what the show's about. Yeah, <laughs> that's the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole plot. Line. <laughs> the whole plot. Line. Fuck you for I being mean, nice. I mean, but also Jessica comes out on the other end of it because she ends up getting, I think, what marrying Luke Cage. Yeah, they have a daughter. Yeah, and you know, I mean, she can slide out of it because, like, what she had to kill. Uh, What's his name? Killmonger, right? The, no, the purple. Kill, 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 Kill
took over her mind, controlled her, and, com- and she even confronted him at some point. It was like, you were you were raping me this whole time. And even on the show, he was like, I don't like that word. And she was like, well, what do you call it? Because that's what it is. And that whole thing gets like, it gets real dark. I love Jessica Jones. I gotta finish watching it. No, let's talk about that for a second, though, right? Because I think that's what makes her, ve- I think that's what makes her character the most relatable, right? Electra is some demon summoned assassin. We're gonna just skip over all of that. <laughs> like, we, whatever the fuck that is. Like, outside of Jalen being able to relate to that, I think we can just pass all over that. But I think that when it comes to Jessica Jones, I liked the fact that at least in the, I never read the comic, but at least in the show, they brought her down to, they brought her down to a very relatable level for the female audience they were trying to target. And I like how you mentioned the fact that like Kilgrave was like, like she was confronted Kilgrave by like the the abuse and the rape. And he was like, no, 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 no. Like that really does reflect on, you know, what modern day women go through. All women, because they're all women. You're right. All women do not associate the fact that they've done something harmful to anyone. I want to say this is a woman situation only, because that happens to men too, where they will, you know, have sexual advances or something like that, and they'll be like, "What are you talking about? Like, I don't consider this to be rape or abuse." And then the victim be like, "It is," and then nobody wants to ever confront it or have that conversation about it. you know what's wild? So, like, matter of fact, I'll even I'll even bring your point home, and not to like I'm not trying to take from you, but I'll even bring your point home even further. So Harvey Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein got sentenced to 23 years today, right? Mm-hmm. And there was what right. there was eight victims or some shit like that. And Harvey Weinstein was like, um, "Damn, I wish I could find that fucking article." He said, um, he said something along the lines of, "Like, it, it, this is like a, a summary, so don't quote me." But he was saying like. When com- when he confronted the victims today in court, he was like, we have a difference of opinion as to what happened, but I feel sorry for you guys. I was like, damn. <laughs> like, that's how you feel? Like, like he basically just was like, you think you were raped? I don't think I- you were raped, but I feel sorry for y'all. Like, that's basically the bust of the breast of what he said. And I'm not surprised. You're talking about, like, the oh, a man who's living a, a white privileged life wholeheartedly on top of the fact that I mean, I personally don't think he's even going to serve all 23 years. Because they said it's consecutive, I but I think... He's going to find a way out of those 23 years. Oh, yeah, years. there's no way. Because it's going to be... He's going to serve. It's going to be, like, house arrest, or he's going to have, like, an entire wing to himself where he has all no, this luxurious shit. No, but they don't make him take, like, sensitivity training and some bullshit like that, because what they... His lawyers were trying to get him to get, like, five years. Yeah. So people were, like, upset that he only got 23, but honestly, that's the highest amount you could get. Mm-hmm. for this kind of crime. That's the highest much you get is 23 max because only two women were, only two of the cases were proven. The other eight were just kind of like, you know, testimonies and so on and so forth. But they didn't, they kind of got thrown out. The main two are the reason why he had 23 years. Right. And that's the highest you can go. But I don't think he's even going to serve all 23 years of it. But like going back to Jessica Jones, like what, it, like what makes, what would make, cause we're going to speak on anime in a second. We're going to, we're right now, we're just strictly DC and Marvel, but like what makes a female character relatable for you guys? Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, does it depend, do experiences vary or does it like, or you know what I mean? Like, how does that work for you guys in particular? For me, it would vary like with, how Jessica Jones pushed people away after realizing her whole PTSD thing. I didn't really push people away. 
I five more of people around me is what helped heal. Right. So I couldn't relate to her experience of her PTSD or from her rape. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to. See, I was totally the opposite where I, I definitely do a lot more self-harm when I'm dealing with some trauma. I will happily go to a bottle and like rage all fucking night and push people away and be like, I don't need you to help me deal with my shit. And because like what she says in the show, she's like, I don't talk about it. And here's why. Because even though I've gone through this shit, there is always going to be somebody who's gone through worse than what I went through. Mm. And so we don't ever need to talk about it because it makes me sound like I'm whining and complaining when people people are going through literal horrors on a regular basis. Right. And so I can relate to that 100%. I don't like talking about my shit. That's the sex. What? Yeah, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Why? 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 No, but like, but but like when it comes, but but when it comes to comic books, right? So like, for in order for somebody like like I get that a lot. My mom told me when she was on the show, or she told us really, because we were when my mom was on the show, she was like she related to Wonder Woman because it was a woman and it was a strong woman. That's what she wanted to be. But like, it's one thing to relate to the imagination. That's easy to do. That's that's what that's what nonfiction does, right? Or fiction, excuse me, that's what fiction does. But, like, what would you like to see more from a comic book that makes it more relatable? Like, like you could be like, damn, I fuck with this real heavy. I feel what she's going through. Like, this shit is savage. Like, I need to pick this up more. You know what I mean? Like, what would do? What content would you guys need as women for the, to have that kind of feeling for a comic book? Honestly, in a weird way, one of the comic book women that I related to, which is really fucking weird, was Lady Death. Because mm. she went through literal hell and never backed down. And just kept getting stronger as she went and didn't let anything hold her back. Mm-hmm. That's the one I related to the most. And that's what I would want to see more out of like women in comic books, no matter what the situation is. Instead of being like, oh, I need someone to help me. Just have someone that literally handled their own shit and kept going. Mm. And I agree with that. Because, I mean, you got to figure, look at, let's look at comic book females anyway. Because when you talk to any fan girl, they'll tell you most likely they're relating to the villains more than they're relating to the superheroes. Mm. We're all, like, we're all fucking Harley Quinn. Dealing with some toxic masculinity (laughs) shit. Poison Ivy, who's just so too fucking cool. It's too cool for the fucking situation on a regular basis. But then we look at Harley and she's like, because Harley doesn't have any powers. She's just bad fucking ass. But also come from an abusive household. She has an abusive boyfriend. He literally threw her in fucking acid. She has, what is he it? He beat the, the shit out of her in her fucking garbage can. Yes. Yeah. What? Stockholm Syndrome. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, Stockholm Syndrome hardcore. And we all relate to it because even though that's to an extremity, We've all been in the situation where we were like, we were in a toxic situation and we didn't know how to get out of it because we saw value in another person. Right. Other people just weren't. You know what I mean? So you talk to most um, women, they'll be like, yeah, I don't really like, I don't relate to Supergirl like that. I don't relate to, um, you know, Wonder Woman like that. I mean, I love Wonder Woman. I think her sister's better, but that's just me. That's just me. I think their queen is better. 
apologize, but that's just me. Um, so it, it gets kind of a little tricky because you're just like, I want to relate to these women as heroes, but honestly, in the, the day, I'm just like, I'd rather be Catwoman. Mm. All of them, all all forty of them. <laughs> Fact, right, facts. Talk about you don't read comic books. If Shut I had up. To choose, I would choose Selena out of all of them, but. <laughs> but like, it makes it hard. so like, what about so what about you, uh, Ninja TJ? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how do you guys feel about like related like character? Like, who who would you say you relate to the most, and why? And what could comic books do better to like make characters more relatable? Don't worry, Ninja. We're gonna get to the anime. Yeah. I promise. <laughs> you know that's the part I'm waiting on because you know I'm I'm not really like versed in the comic book side of the like nerd community, but um, as say like the new age uh, Spider Man, you know he's just trying to be a better person, but he doesn't know, like, he's stumbling through, and he's, like, having these, like, grown-ups telling him, like, trying to push him along, like, that, that's relatable. That's definitely relatable. Um, but, you know, there's always more room for improvement. I feel like, yeah, y'all can introduce more, like, diversity, I guess, mm-hmm. in, into the comic book world. Or like, like my counter to that. Sorry, so, I'm not gonna interrupt you. My no, thing with that, my thing with diversity in comic books is that for the fact that everybody always immediately goes to Marvel and DC, like they're the only two comic book companies in the whole fucking world. True. And there's countless ones. And so I tell people all the time, they're like, we don't have enough characters to cosplay as blah blah blah. And it's like because you're not looking for them. You're looking at Marvel and you're looking at DC. And you're not looking at nothing else because it's popular. You can go to World of Black Superheroes. Like I always tell everybody. And you will find gaggles of heroes and villains, video game characters, actors who have played these characters all on there. But people are so insistent on staying on that bandwagon with DC and Marvel, they're not opening up their minds to different stuff. There's so many wonderful indie comics. Image comics is great. Yeah, there's plenty of webtoons that come across. Not just the creator that me and Simpai ran into at the con, but there's plenty of webtoon comics where there are really amazing black characters represented in webtoons. Agreed, a hundred percent. There's plenty to look. There's plenty to look forward to as far as like diversity in comic books. Um, so yeah, do that. But also, you know, it's weird not to like to take the dudes, but my favorite character out of everybody, I'm gonna take it from the X Men. My most valuable character from that show. You said Mystique. Who? You say Mystique. No, no, no. It wasn't. It was actually Jubilee. Ooh. Mm. It was actually Jubilee. Because, you know, yeah. the first time I ever exposed to X-Men was with the... I had a videotape of, like, the... the I guess it was the pilot episode of, the, of X-Men. And the first person they are introduced to the universe is Jubilee. This little... This girl at the mall wearing yellow, giving life sparklers i was like i love this character but also she is what around my age young impressionable coming into this weird world and no one really fucking with it because even even other x-men are treat jubilee like a for real person it's like mm, okay sparkle fingers whatever it's yeah. powers yeah. <laughs> yeah. so they did treat her like a straight I, child yeah they treat her like a fucking kid and i love i grew to love rogue and i grew to love gene and all them but as well out of all of them no jubilee 
What about and she you? over here like, I know nothing about comic Right, books. yeah, right? Anyway, what about you, TJ? I don't know shit about shit. <laughs> um, Leading the show with Whatever. <laughs> oh, smart ass. Right. Um, so... Out of all all the all the superheroes in Marvel and DC, I only know a few um, outside of those two. Like Spawn isn't DC, but who can really relate to going to hell, getting superpowers, and coming back? Being the going, shit out of the devil and God. And, yeah, and God. Like, you killed who? God. Oh, I thought you. I thought that was a typo. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you. I could have sworn that was a typo. Oh, oh okay. Oh. Uh, we're flex, um, but okay. <laughs> but the, the most relatable one is still to this day Spider Man. Yeah. Um, he's he's still even more relatable than Miles Morales because Miles, even though his origin is good, he's still trying to live up to be Spider Man. Mm. Like with Spider Man, he he lost his like he said he lost his uncle. He saw his uncle die, and it was due to his own failure to stop somebody. Where he could have just like tripped the dude, and he would have saved his home his uncle's whole life. And that kind of guilt is what he's living with every day, and that's why he's saving so many people. And he's even more relatable because he doesn't use his his race as any kind of privilege. His suit covers his whole body from head to toe. Mm. So nobody knows what race Spider-Man is. And they hate on him like he's black. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. This is trash him. Saved? Nah. Nah, he started that fire. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's crazy? Like, ironically, like, not to cut you off, but ironically, I love how... And this is the thing I love about Spider-Man, right? Like, the symbolism that makes him so relatable. So you're right. Nobody knows who Spider-Man is. What if Anybody can wear the mask, right? He can yeah. be black. He can be white. We don't know. And so he doesn't have the privilege that Captain America, Thor, um, uh, Tony Stark, or any of them have based on just race. What makes it even worse, though, is the symbolism of somebody trying to save the world and be better than the world they came from. And then here comes the media. Like, oh, Spider-Man's trash. Spider-Man started that fight. Spider-Man's part of the problem. Like, it's kind of ironic that you say that they treat him like he's black and the media still comes for him like he's not shit. It's like when you watch the media and it's like, oh, poor white depressed kid shoots up school and then a uh, thuggish looking black man dies in front of store at the hands of cops. Wait, what? <laughs> like, he doesn't say, like, that's Spider-Man's dynamic. Yeah. They treat him like a straight nigga. <laughs> like, he's just like, why? This whole white man. And, <laughs> like, And, like, on top of that, so all his, his whole, his whole list of enemies just hates him just because he's Spider-Man. Just because he's going around saving people. He's like, oh, I'm just going to save this person today. I have no money. I'm late for class. Girls don't like me, but I'm still going to save people because it's the right thing to do. And his enemies are like, I fucking hate that shit. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> what? <laughs> Facts. Like, what did he do? Matter of fact. They're like, I'm going to get you, Spider-Man. And he's like, I stopped you from blowing up the city. And they're like, yeah, I hate you. <laughs> every Spider-Man. And the funny thing is, like, every Spider-Man villain, he's tried to save them right before they turn. Except mm -hmm. Kingpin. And they turn. And they're like, I yeah. hate you, Spider-Man. He's like, bitch, I just tried to save you. I'm still trying to save you. What is this? Like, 
and and like I would say all of his enemies are either stronger than him, faster than him, or more powerful than him in right. some way, shape, or form. Yeah. So you got this dude who has super strength, so he can catch buses, right? And he can stop trains. And he's got super speed, even though they don't play on that in the movies, but we'll talk about that at a later time. He's supposed to be able to run 200 miles an hour. Um, true, very true. And he, he swings, and he has um he has a spider sense. So he can sense things that are coming, and he can dodge it if he's faster than it. And this dude is fighting water. He fights water. He fights sand. sand. He fights a whole mob boss in charge of the entire <laughs> mob organization in the city. Who's reptile. stronger than him? Oh, forget reptiles. Rep- Sinister reptile. Six. Sinister Six. It took six niggas <laughs> together to beat him. They had to jump him. They had to jump no my boy. No one else. They had to jump. They did. They had to jump. Who, my who, who else do they make a league for? They make a league for Superman. They They're made like, what the but they no, but they made what. Look, I will say this though. I know we don't. I know. I know it's a reach, but they did make one for Batman. They had to jump Batman. It wasn't six. <laughs> they had to jump. No, no. Well, it was no. It took eight dudes to jump Batman, but it didn't work because they betrayed each other. And then it took. And then they tried to no it Barry no Wally West was killed and it took seven of them to kill Wally West, and I was yeah. like, all right, I give you I, no, it was Bart Allen. It wasn't Wally. It was Bart Allen. Yeah, Bart Allen. But he wasn't even fast, so whatever. The Spider Man is one of the ones they did first. They're yeah. like, listen, we can't get this motherfucker. Right. <laughs> Speaking of diversity, there is a black going? Flash. Her name is Danica. True. Right, go ahead. <laughs> There's a female black Flash. Yeah. They, more diversity for you. They had to. I mean, you have the uh, black Iron Woman. Yeah, But she don't read do you, comics, what though. What are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? But she don't read <laughs> comics, though. Yeah, right. I um, know. I do my research. Right, okay. I, all right, all right, whatever. <laughs> Perpetrate. But I want to jump on the fact to talk about, like, okay, go ahead with the Spider-Man, but I want to talk about how Terry McGinnis is a relatable Spider-Man. What? Terry McGinnis Terry, is not Terry, a Spider-Man. The fuck? I'm sorry. I got that name. I bet. I bet. The hell? Alright. Okay. She's about to get sentenced to six up in this motherfucker. Like, what? Run the fade. Run the fade. Spider Man. First of all, I would happily watch Terry McGinnis be Spider Man. No, don't do A. But no, but, you're right. Sinister Six, it did but, take six niggas to jump him, though. But but yeah, that's that's why he's so relatable. Cause like in life, you 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 get over things. You get over this. You get over that. And then everything piles up against you and whoops your ass. And you got to get over it. And you got to get through it. And you got to turn the tables and and be better than it. That's why Spider Man's so relatable. For me, the most relatable character I've actually thought about. I've sat down and I've really dug into this. And I think for me, the most relatable character 
is one of the most literal relatable characters in DC, and that's Black Lightning. He's a single dad. He's a single divorced dad raising two girls as a teacher who's trying to give back to his hood and, like, give back to his community and really make the community a better place. And even though he's, like, super tall and has the powers of electricity and his literal energy, I, I don't have his powers, but I feel that. I'm a single dad. I have a daughter. I'm divorced. I'm trying to make my community better. I'm trying to make the world around me better. I'm trying to, you know, be a civil service person and help people. And, like, I really relate to Black Lightning and his struggle. Because he's going, even though he was written in the uh, in the Afrocentric exploitation era, like, you know, so he's fighting drug dealers and gangbangers and all this other, and crime bosses and all this other stuff. Like, he does become something more. And he does become greater than his, and he makes his situation, he makes his community greater. You know, he takes on Tobias well and he takes on Lady Eve, you know, and he takes on um, <clears throat> Lala and all these other people. He ends up going with Batman and becoming an outsider and running Batman's crew for a while. And, you know, he takes on like Big Baz, Joker, Lex Luthor, Gorilla Grodd, you know, the, the crime syndicate, the Injustice gang. Like, you know, he, he joins the Justice League, takes on Darkseid. Like, you know, but he still is a single dad. Like, he doesn't forget to call his daughter. He doesn't forget to make sure they did their homework. He co-parents. You know, it's not just, oh, I'm Black Lightning and I'm OP as shit. Let me do OP shit. No, like he's, let me, you know, hey, I know we're running this mission, but let me call my kids right quick. You know, let me make sure my daughter made it to school on time. Like, I love that about Black Lightning, which is why I love the show, and which is also why I went in on China Macklin. <laughs> but we're not going to talk about that. She asked me how I could improve, how, she asked me what they could do to improve the show. So I gave her a 21 yeah, tweet. No, it was it was a whole like 20 tweet. And I love wow. China Macklin, so it wasn't nothing personal. I, she just gave me an in and I ran right through yeah. that motherfucking door. Fucked <laughs> around and asked a question. Right. She shouldn't have never asked you me. You didn't no run question. right through it. You busted Asking it down like you I did. I just I was in there. No, but like I love black and that's why I love Black Lightning, because out of all the DC superheroes, him and Virgil Hawkins are the two most relatable. Virgil. He was a kid yeah, kicking it in the street. He got caught up with the wrong people. He ended up being a bang baby, but then he was still trying to like better himself in his circumstances. And he never forgot who he was was or where or where he came from and neither did jefferson pierce and that's why i love those two characters and there are others like bunker like uh blue beetle um firestorm <clears throat> red arrow uh red arrow and roy harper and how he became addicted to drugs and uh due to ptsd from fighting crime and depression and trying to be live up to green arrow but then still trying to keep up with the other superheroes like that's i understand those dynamics but if we're talking about pure relatability, I agree. Peter Parker, Miles Morales, um, you know, Jessica Jones, you know what I mean? Like, they have the stories that we have. And no other superhero, like, Bruce Wayne's two parents die, so I'm going to be a billion. I'm a billionaire. I am a fucking billionaire. My parents die. I'm going to dress up as a bat and scare people. You have billions mm-hmm. of dollars, sir. Mm-hmm. What are you that's doing? The best, that's the best course of action. When like, you have $32 billion, right, <laughs> the best course of action is to go and whoop the ass of a, of a crackhead. Right. Like, you that's clearly the answer. It's clearly the answer. Because, he's, because he stole a wallet. Right. Go 1%. <laughs> uh, <I'll... laughs> right. 
Puzzles for that shit. I lost. I lost so much respect for Batman when. Uh, what was it? It was one of the cartoons, and it was like, "Oh, Wayne Pharmaceuticals." I'm like, "Wayne who?" <laughs> Facts. I'm like, like, wait a minute. Hold, hold, wait. I'm like, pause. Bring that back. Pharmaceuticals. So you out here poisoning the same people that you're trying to save? Right. And he's like, "I gotta get to the Batmobile." <laughs> <laughs> Right, like Tony Stark, same thing, right? Like Tony Stark, like, oh, I'm a billionaire. Let me go build iron robots. Like, you could be doing so much more. But even Tony did better than than Batman does because he made the whole iron fleet or whatever to protect from aliens. Right. Batman knows that there's aliens out there and he's like, hmm. Let me just keep tabs. Right. Let me just keep tabs. We made a whole league with all of them. It was like, I'm going to just keep tabs. Right. right. (laughs) That's what he did. He was like, I don't want to wait. This is, I just have to watch you closely. (laughs) Batman was like, like, I'm a billionaire. I could be solving the problem for world hunger, but instead, I'm going to build a satellite that'll kill any metahuman. Come on, mm-hmm. bro. Like, that's not really the solution. Let's really iron that down. <laughs> like, that's a Thanos solution. Right. Like, yeah. I, Batman, well, I mean, that's a whole other lie. That's a whole other, like, episode. But, yes, like, Batman is on some, Th- Batman's always been on some Thanos shit. Like, Darkseid and Batman are literally the same person. One is a god and one is a man. Like, they're literally <laughs> the same person. Like, mm-hmm. and I'll argue, like, one day me and Frankie gonna have to battle that out. But they're the same motherfucker. Like... And that's the thing, too, like, and like Superman, like, yeah, like, he wants to do the right thing all the time, but, like, if I had the same power as he did, no. <laughs> as a black man in America, <laughs> if I had Superman's no. powers, it'd be a whole different story. Like, wouldn't be no, I'm good, like, oh, like, you could, like, Clark, help us. Weren't you the same woman that called me a nigger at the store yesterday when I was trying to bring in my bales of hay? Fuck you, like, bitch. bitch. Like, yeah, bitch. Like, bitch, you just, like, cut in front of me the other day yeah. and said, shut up, nigga. Like, yeah, what the fuck? Help. You. You. Like, no. <laughs> Hell no. Like, I would have went to Stone Mountain Park, blew that shit up. You know what I'm saying? Like, what y'all gonna do? I'm Superman, bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, Robert oh, Robert E. Lee these nuts yeah, laser beam. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh all day. Oh, most definitely. All day. All day. Like Honestly, I relate to Hancock on the first level. Yo, like, Trump had powers like that. Yeah. I would be like that. Trump would Trump would have got elected, would have snatched his ass out of office. <laughs> nope. <Real quick. laughs> like, nope. Not even my jurisdiction. Hell no. Get out of here. Like I would have stopped. It could have been an alien invasion. I would have stopped everything. Pause. I'll be right back. You. Nope. <laughs> and I would have just, no, hell no. Like, Obama would have been like, I got to step down. I have more power than you. I think you should just sit tight, bro. We'll, we'll take care of you. <laughs> like, I would, like, like, if, like, that's, that's why I don't like the fact that Superman is white. I feel like Superman being black would have been a way better story. It would have been way more relatable because you have black people. We're super talented. We're very, like, we're we're very talented. We're very intelligent. Imagine that as Superman, and you have to save these people who treat you like shit. Now, it's cool to see that dynamic in Man of Steel, but to a white man who can put on glasses and be a regular white man, we don't give a fuck about that shit. Because at the end of the day, Superman's still white. So all he got to do is take off the cape and put glasses on, and he's white. <laughs> like, that's not cool. 
Now, if he was black, there is a new Superman. He is black and he's the president. Yeah, I seen that, and I want that to be a continuity. Like, I want that to be a solid continuity because, like, I need his backstory where this white person's drowning, this white boy's drowning after calling him a coon, and he's like, mm, damn. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just see him like, mm, and I'd be like, yes, nigga, get it, get it, let him die. And I'm just playing. <laughs> let me stop. But <laughs> but like, I want to see that. Because that Superman would have to be the same age as my mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's our, that's our parents' age. So my mom, our parents, went through discrimination. Like, I, I couldn't be Superman and watch a building catch on fire with that racist old white lady in it. I'd be like, damn. It should be it should be cool if somebody could save her. Firefighters ain't coming. I'll be damned. I guess I got to take my black ass in there. <laughs> like... You know what I'm saying? And then but I see, just, that's like the main difference between DC and Marvel because Marvel characters have to deal with that shit in the regular. Yeah. They still had to come mm-hmm. above it to be like, I guess I got to save you. Because look at all the X Men. Yep. Facts. X Men, Spider Man. It's rampant. It's like, yeah. okay, y'all don't even fucking fuck with us like that. Y'all wanted to save y'all asses. Yeah. X Men. Cool. What I hate oh, man. I'm team, team Magneto for the record. <laughs> oh, fa- oh yeah, I've been Team Magneto. I was, Magneto was like, "Yo, they they trying to kill us out here. Fuck these people." I was like, "Yes, fuck these people." <laughs> Magneto, <laughs> like shit. Like that's the thing. Like, and, and that's what I love about X Men too was that they wrote it specifically for civil rights. Now they gotten away from that a lot since um, the nineteen sixties when it was penned. Like. And that's why X-Men is, like, not relatable anymore. But X-Men used to be the go-to for black people because we could relate to that shit wholeheartedly, you know? And Mm -hmm. I hate the fact that they had to... I mean, like, they had to delve from that, but I don't know. Like, that was the first relatable thing that I've ever seen pinned was X-Men. X-Men, Captain America, Spider-Man, and Black Lightning. And they all came out within... well. Yeah, they all came out within 10 years of each other. Actually, yeah, because X-Men came out... X-Men was pinned in the 60s. Black Lightning was pinned in the 70s. Spider-Man was pinned in the 40s or the 50s? The 60s. The 60s? It was the 60s? Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, so they all came out within the same 10 years of each other. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, no. Like, X-Men for sure. All right. You ready, Ninja? Why are you just pointing at him? And Nana's right. and Nana's because <laughs> Ninja because Ninja wanted it. Ninja wanted it. So you know what I'm saying. I got to like. So what makes anime more relatable than comic books? Well, I'm gonna start off with like the number one: the power of bullshit friendship. Always <laughs> 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 Like. Power of friendship will help you through anything and will help you fuck up anybody in your path. First of all, that's not true. Because if I'm getting jumped in Alaska and I call on the power of friendship and you niggas ain't there, I'm getting jumped. So <laughs> just, I'm, I'm just I'm just saying, like for the people that actually like have friends in like the same state, you call on your niggas, you'll just be like, yo, say less. And and we out. That's it. That's when you have friends that's like really down for you. Oh, so you must not be down because you don't never show up. I ain't flying up though. That's, that's, that's <laughs> I'm, t- I'm talking about when we was in DC, you still didn't show up. When we was in Atlanta, you didn't show up. I mean, when my friend was going through her shit with her shitty ass roommate, I was over there like twenty four seven. Because if he was about to throw hands, I was about to throw hands. 
Like, the one thing I do like about anime over comic books is that as comic books go on, they become less and less relatable because they have to power scale the character. They have to make the character do greater, grander things to keep the attention of the audience. With anime, they can keep that same ass energy the whole series or the whole manga, and it actually make the character better. Like they remember, like Naruto, my nick, bro. Naruto, Uzumaki. <laughs> Started from the bottom, bro. Grew up. Bro, facts. Is gone. Orphan, he uh, he went to uh, what's it called? He had all the the village take care of him. Then, take care of who? No, it was like three dudes. It was three dudes in that village. It was three dudes. It was like, all right, all right. it was it was three people. The ramen dude and what his daughter? No, it yeah, then Kakashi. Yeah, it was Uruka Sensei. Then it was the third Hokage that also looked after him. Then it was the person in the ramen shop that did look after him at that point. None of those people worth a damn. <laughs> look, I'm gonna need you to put some respect on Ruka's name because Facts. he was there from the get go. No, okay? you for, hold on, you hold on, wait. Best. Fact, no. you forgot Pervy Sage. That's my the Jiraiya. That's the homie. Pervy. Jiraiya looked after wait, him too. Pervy Sage. Wait, wait, wait. Hear me out for two seconds and then go back to your rant on how great Naruto is. So you're gonna tell me. That the baby of the two people who single-handedly saved the entire village is living by himself in a one-bedroom apartment eating rotten milk, and that's taking care of him? Them people weren't shit. People looked at him like he was a hot piece of trash that was going to turn into the devil at any time. That's big facts. And they let it happen. That's big facts. Naruto... Naruto should have been Sasuke, and Sasuke should have been the one talking about, oh, I'm going to defend this village, and Naruto should have been fucking everybody up. No, that's facts. I thought of, like, me and him <laughs> had that conversation, and I thought about that. Because, like, low-key, nobody was really looking after Naruto except for his teacher, right? His yeah. teacher was fucking with him. He was Aruka, the only one, yeah. Aruka was the only one fucking with him forever until uh, Kakashi showed up. They, but everybody knew that Naruto was the son of the fourth Hokage, and they still trashed this man after he, after Naruto <laughs> involuntarily saved that village. They still trashed that man, but he still became Hokage and still saved their ass time and time how, again. How how you look just like your daddy, and he on a mountain, and you don't know. <laughs> and don't nobody tell nobody him. told him. That's disrespect, bro. No, no, no one, no one ain't tell him. And you know, homeboy was a little slow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Homeboy was slow. Let's, let's, get, let's get that out the way. We we all knew Naruto was a little bit er, not all there. Okay, you're right, you're right. But I'm saying on the village, all that, all that air, ramen and rotten milk. But I'm saying on the village, they weren't shit. Nah, they weren't shit. That's fact. He he went he went through everything. But that's what makes oh. him so relatable. Like he was sitting. Exactly. Remember remember when he was sitting on a swing by himself. And in Naruto, and he was sitting there, and nobody wanted to fuck with him. Who walked? It was Aruka that walked up to him, was talking to him. Like we've all had Aruka, we've all had Pervy Sage, we've all had a Tsunade, we've all had, um, we've all had uh, a Killer B, right? Like we've all had a Shikamaru, we've all had like you know what I'm saying? Like he had squad. We've all had a Sakura, a girl that we shouldn't have been chasing that we did that we left for a better chick. Like <laughs> I ain't never had a whole village hate me for nothing, bro. I mean, you are black. You are black in America. I'm just saying. Wow. Like, <laughs> you're, <right. laughs> you're black in America, so that's it. That's that's your origin story right there. Like I'm just saying, you you a Negro, 
Um, but, whole village be hating on you regularly. My, my, my bad, Ninja. I had to get that off my chest. No, you're fine, bro. You're fine. I completely understand where you're coming from. But, like, every, honestly, it's, it's, it's honestly crap. But, like, every Shonen character is written like that. But that's what makes, especially Shonen characters, right? That's what makes them relatable. You know, like, um, it's, the, it's always that character that started from nothing and all, and every show, almost every shonen main protagonist is relatable to a black or brown person because we know that struggle where we started from shit, from poverty, from single parents, no parents, busting our ass to try and get somewhere, finally make it like, that's literally our entire narrative. It's like Japanese people were like, Hmm, <laughs> let's model it off black people and color them white. Cause that's literally what it is. Case in point, Hunter Hunter. <laughs> oh Ain't no, single mom. Daddy dipped out. Bro, all all he had was a name and a few of his items. <laughs> Bro, Hunter Hunter. That's so stereotypically black. It's painful. It's fucking painful. Like that kid. Like what's my like? <laughs> his name what was, was gone. Dad, like. <laughs> and then his dad shows up like years later like everybody like, hey. like yo wildin like son where the fuck did you go I went to go get some milk <laughs> I went to the corner store it's okay I'm back now <laughs> took you a whole nine years but okay <laughs> <laughs> fucking um even was it Black Clover Black Clover right like the, the, Asta yeah Asta them two boys were orphans and the nuns took them in and like <laughs> Like it's always like you could you could relate to most of the shonen. Most of the shonen are super like literally relatable. Like poverty, single parent, no parent, raised by somebody else, taking care of yourself, trying to make it. Like and everybody's always putting you down. Everybody's trying to tell you not shit, and then you finally rise above. Like everybody, damn near everybody can relate to that. And I think that's what makes anime way more relatable than comic books. You know, even like the concepts that in the life lessons that anime has, right? Like Yu-Gi-Oh, right? We was in that motherfucker every Saturday morning for Yu-Gi-Oh. Because even because you had the dynamics, right? You had you had Yugi, who was this weak little bitch, and then you had Yami Yugi, who was this like banish you to the shadow realm on sight. <laughs> like gang gang. Did you just say Yami? Yami Yugi, that was his name, was Yami Yugi. Yami. Yami, whatever. Ah, Yami, my bad. Yami, my bad. I play Yu-Gi-Oh! and I'm fucking this up. (laughs) Everybody, when they were young, watching Yu-Gi-Oh! was like base Yugi, but we all had that image in our head, like our alternate ego was Yami Yugi. Right. Like, that was like, oh, you think you can defeat me? Like, that's... (laughs) Oh, that was our alter ego back in the day. That's that's the person we wanted to become. Facts. You're and, approaching me. <laughs> and then everybody, no. everybody had everybody had a Seto Kaiba who just rolled up on site. You not shit. Your friends you not tr- shit. Trash. Yeah, right. I'm gonna fuck your bitch. Like, <laughs> drink you trash, your juice. <laughs> you choose trash. You're sick. Trash. <laughs> like we all had that you bully. Your head back. Trash. trash. <laughs> Your waves ain't straight. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> your waves looking like choppy water. Man, like, like we every, all had that one dude. Yeah, everybody had a Kaiba. Everybody had a friend who was Joey, who was like, you rooted for him, but he, you knew he wasn't shit, but you got your boy. <laughs> so you I'm had sorry, to just, bring him I just up. Pictured that one dude in my life. He was like, yo, that's Joey right there. Yeah, like, you just gotta be like, that's my dog, but. 
that nigga is not worth a damn. Like, he's like, come on, you got it. You got it, bro. Yeah, I got it. He just fuck up. He was like, oh, damn. We'll try again we- next time. We'll, we'll figure it out. Like, and then everybody had a Taya. Everybody had a My Valentine chick in the group who thought she was hot shit, but she was insecure as fuck. You know what I mean? And like somehow your dumbass friend Joey but got yes. you're just like <laughs> Oh yeah, Duke Devlin, dude who pulled the gun over a car game. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, fuck this game, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, like it's a it's a children's card game. But like even like Ash, right? Ash. He like he he was ten, he's still ten. But <laughs> but he wanted to be now. yeah maybe I don't fucking know maybe. but he want- age progressed he looks younger in the new series yeah I don't know what the fuck but he he wanted to be a Pokemon master and like as a kid you dream of being great at something you know what I mean like I wasn't athletic I'm still kind of not <laughs> like I wanted to be I would love to have been great at basketball or football <laughs> or whatever but you know what I mean like I can relate to Ash on that like there's not a person in comic book. Uh, in the comics that really you could really run to like that. That's like, oh, like they started from the bottom and they're always on the bottom and it's the gutter and it's gully and they really getting in it. Like, no, because Superman literally like woke up from his little baby nap on Earth, the most powerful fucking thing ever as a toddler. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't relate to that. Bruce Wayne was rich coming out the vagina. Like, oh, million dollar baby. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like in his account. Yeah, like, boo, like you can't relate to that. Like, uh, the only, it's like, it's like Ashley said, the only person that's even close to relatable like that is like Selena Kyle or Harley Quinn. Like, Harley Quinn worked her ass off through abuse to become like this great doctor, then developed Stockholm Syndrome. Like, you relate to that. Like, Selena Kyle was an orphan in the street. She was raped. She was abused. Like, you know, but she, like, went through the foster system and, like, became a master thief, married Bruce Wayne. You know, I mean, that's, I don't know how realistic, you know, that is, but whatever. We'll still go with that. She became a stepmom. That's realistic. You know, whatever. So, <laughs> so, you know, I mean, you know, baby mama issues and all that. But, I mean, like, very few characters in the comics are that relatable. And, you know, they a lot of people will say, well, it's because they target children and children have those ideals. But, like, as an adult... I still fuck with Naruto Uzumaki. Like, yeah. you know As what I mean? Adult, we usually yeah. still fuck with anime over comic books because then we see, we get that adult mentality and that adult view on all these things. And like, anime still hits. Yeah. But then you look at comic books and you're just like, hmm. Like, Superman had a baby with Lois Lane. Oh, I just had a baby. Superman's baby is the most powerful being in the universe. Oh, I can't fuck with that. Oh, uh, I can't relate to that. <laughs> My baby can't even fucking walk. <laughs> like, this this motherfucker came out the womb shooting laser beams. Like, we not the same. Like, <laughs> Superman's baby just... Superman's one-month-old baby just saved an entire city from destruction. My baby can't even eat rice without spitting the shit up. Like, what's up with that? Like, it's not the same. Like, you like, can't... You know, it's not... Superman baby be flying. No, like, my the helmet on. Like, I don't... I, uh, <laughs> Go ahead. No. So, okay. You guys, I this is what I've noticed with a lot of people when they talk about anime. Everybody always goes to, like, the basic stuff. They go to Naruto, they go to One Piece, da 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 you know, Ronnie Kishida, yada. Right. Those are all great, wonderful. My thing with the Bacons of Relatability and when I watch anime is Slice of Life ones. Okay. So okay. go for it. Go for the it. The slice of life ones are the most real, realistic ones because that's what they are supposed to be. These people, these are people just going through their everyday life, and you know what I mean. They don't got no fucking powers at all. Right. They're not going through their day. So you look at you look at an anime like Nana, which most people who who watch like they can say that's the best. Since I watched it. <laughs> 
girl, I can watch it over and over and over and over again. Don't it, get that, that was my thing about high school and uh, college. Ooh. Yes. That, that, that anime was a whole roller coaster. It I, was. And you I can't watch that anime without getting PTSD from my life. Fucking re- relatable. Have mm. you ever watched Nana? No, I you haven't seen it. You need to watch so, it. So, Nana's about these two girls named Nana, right? And they have these two totally, totally different lights. One Nana is like real bright and pink and, per- and like perky. She moves, um, she has some money from her job and moves to like, what is it? She moved to Tokyo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah moves to Tokyo. We were her boyfriend who's already moved to go to college. The other Nana, she meets her on the train, and she's, like, this really cool-looking, like, punk rocker girl. And so her boyfriend joins, like, a really cool, very well-known band. And then they had this big, huge divergence because she's in that band of her own, you know, leading the scene, like, singing and lead. It's all kinds of fucking shit that happened. She gets there. The one not pink Nana gets there. This dude straight up cheats on her with some other bitch. Like, as she's moved there mm. for him, she catches him in the parking lot with the other girl. He was like, oh, uh, I'm getting ready to break up with my girlfriend be with you. And she was like, what the fuck? I don't believe this shit. Like, I move all the way fucking here for you. And this is what you do to me? It's horrible. You end up, you spend the rest of the show hating his guts. You don't see him ever again. But the stuff that goes on in Nana is like a roller coaster of, of young adulthood. Because they're dealing with, like, relationships. Mm. They're dealing with, you know, cheating. One of them gets pregnant. You know what I mean? By, like... The pink bubbly you, one gets pregnant. Yes. And you don't pregnant know who the father is for a long time. Damn. Like, for a cool minute. It could be, like, what, it two or three dudes? It could have been a dad. You don't I think, know. I think the dude's name was, like, Takami? Yeah, yeah, no, no. We found out in the end. I try to ruin it for him because they want to watch it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, yeah. don't find out to, like, the, like, mm-hmm. like, the rolling credits at the end. You find out who the fuck did that is? Because you're just like, this is some fucked up shit. But it's so realistic. And that was, those are the ones that I watched the most. Because you watch stuff like, like Orange. Mm. If you ever watch Orange, which is depressing as fuck. But... Code of Chess depressing. Why are you guys watching ones that are depressing? <laughs> I mean, it's, not, it's, not, it's not that we think it's like... But they're like... Spice based of life, around like realistic. fucking kids, there's situations where you look at it, I'm like, oh, well, fuck, that's depressing. You have a mental illness that makes you show no emotions when you get overstressed and overwhelmed. And you don't know that you have it because when you look in the mirror, all you see is a smile because you're so used to wearing a mask mm, to cover but, stuff but, up. But that's why, like, even though it's not... But, like, do the... But do the... But do the characters like develop and get better and become happy at the end, or is it like yeah. sad ending? It depends. It depends, it depends on depends. the show. Like, it really does depend on the show. Like, welcome. And I know, Anna, I believe everyone ended up pretty much okay. Kodacha, everyone ended up pretty much okay. Like, okay. welcome to the NH. What is it? Welcome to the NHK. I watched that one. I don't think it's a slice of life, but it's like about this dude. He's an otaku. He stays in. He only plays video games. The ones that are like sex simulated and all that stuff. And, like, he has his food delivered to him. And then he goes out. He has to go outside for something. I can't remember what. But he has to go outside for something, and he meets this girl, and it freaks him out. And so he spends the whole series. It's, like, 12 episodes. He spends the series trying to, like, get used to, the like, being with another person and being with this girl. And then, he, in the end, he has to choose as to whether he changes his lifestyle to be with the girl or keeps his lifestyle. And I thought it was kind of funny. Like, and he thinks the reason why he doesn't want to go outside is because he thinks there's this organization called the NHK that's after him or some shit. It's, like, in his head. It's it's funny as fuck. But, or, like, Violet Evergarden. Like, Ashley didn't like Violet Evergarden, but I loved it because... Because it was 
boring. Anyway. And it wasn't right. I couldn't get into it. I watched a few episodes. I think Evergarden was, was amazing. I loved it. Thank boring. you, Ninja. Art because was beautiful, but oh, for me, I couldn't like Because it was, a, it was about a girl, and she's a child, she's a child soldier, and she becomes, she falls, I don't know if she, I, I don't know if you call it fall in love, but she loved the, the the commander that took her under her wing, and the unit wanted to use her as a as a um, ex- expendable asset. But he actually saw her as a person, and so when he like when he died, saving her in in war, and she like she got like she got amnesia from the whole event. So she spent the entire time trying to figure out who she was as a person. And then she had to reinvent her. Like she didn't know who she was when the war started because she was displaced and orphan. Then she had to learn who she was as a soldier. Then she had to relearn who she was as a civilian. Then she had to realize like, Oh, I have to now live life without the one person who cared about me. But then she had to realize that all these other people cared about her. Like not to mention she was battling PTSD. I can relate to 95% of that. I thought that was the most yeah, beautiful shit I've ever you, seen. You know what I mean? Because like, I feel like whenever we talk about anything outside of like Naruto and stuff like that, whenever you talk, when you watch anime, you're watching, but like, we watch a lot of military ones. And I like them too, for the most part. I, and do, I feel like you're a little relatability. Damn, I do. I didn't think about that. You watch you watch the vast majority of them. I'm surprised you haven't watched that new one. Was it Tara of Tain or whatever that girl name is? Uh, yeah. It's like a new one, but it's really good. It's real good. Um, it's the one with the blonde-headed chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, like, totally psychotic. And, but she's the Nazi like girl. Yes. It's really fucking Nazi good. Hitler child. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> but I love it. Um, yeah, but that's your level of reliability. And so when we're talking about, like, stuff like uh, the Slice of Life ones that we're watching, we're watching it because, like, that's where we're coming from. Because I've never been to war. Yeah, true. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, I don't have no level of, like, understanding for it, even though I can still appreciate it as well. What the fuck is going on in my house? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally. <laughs> this random dog? I was like, who dog? I thought that was Ninja Dog. I was like, it was a random dog. No. Uh, he ain't barking in my house. in the other room, and then I started barking. Uh, continue the conversation. I'll be back. <laughs> but no, yeah, like, and that, and so, and that's the thing too, right? Like, comic books don't have stuff like that. But you have other types of comic books, though. Like, you True. have, well, I don't even read this one, but um, fucking Archie comics. Yeah, Archie. Isn't Riverdale. it about like high school kids or some shit? Yeah, yeah but it's not. It's, shenanigans. Yeah, but it's not. It's it's more whimsical than it is anything, and it always has been. Like Riverdale just got deep, like when the show came out. Like, Archie's comics was kind of, like, whatever. Like, Sabrina was dark for, like, two seconds. Mm. Like, when they did Chilling Adventures of Sabrina comic. But, like, Archie, eh. Like, it just got, like, noir. Um, when the show, with, with the show. Because DC tries to, like, cater. it. Like, they try to match its, its all its media together. So, like, whatever happens yeah. in the movies and shows, they try and mimic it in the comics, too, somehow. Right. And, and I also thought that we were sticking to like the the most popular of the right right of yeah. anime and the most popular of you know yeah but that's Marvel not really fair considering the the topic either because we're talking about most relatable and just because everybody watches it doesn't mean it's relatable to everybody that's true no I, I... why not throw out because I've noticed people relate to both the heroes and the villains in it is My Hero Academia yeah There's that's a the next one ton of people relate that's to. the next one I was going to get take to Todoroki. And if the theory's correct, Dobby, you have their fuck-ass dad and Deborah who's fucking abusive as shit and is literally barely fucking there, even though it's a two-family household. He's a shitty-ass dad. And they develop, like, self-confidence issues and all kinds of bullshit. 
You have Midoriya, who was born quirkless and bullied by Bakugo and a shit single, ton of other people. Single parent no household. Dad. No dad. No dad. No dad part. <laughs> like, and then, yeah, and then you have, like, Bakugo, who comes from, like, his mom is, like, super verbally abusive, and, like, he mimics her behavior, but, like, he always, nope. like, he wants to win, like, and he has self-confidence issues as, issues as well, which causes him to always want to be better than the next person, even in, even to the point of abuse, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, My Hero was definitely one I, I wanted to touch on. We kind of got, yep. well, we didn't Ocha get off. Because it comes from a very poor family, and her reasoning for becoming a hero is to be able to support them. Yeah, facts. Yep. Like my hero, I don't get me started on fucking Shigaraki because that shit's painful. Yeah, my hero. I don't know how many are caught up on the manga. Yeah, like his, well, his brother, his brother died, right? Yeah, his brother died. Shigaraki. Yeah. No, am I? No, No, the the dude uh, who runs fast. The dude who runs fast. Spoiler. No, no, Ida's brother did not die, but he is in critical condition in the hospital. His brother is in critical condition because of stain. Right. Um, Shigaraki's the main villain. Uh, See, but like there was a lot of people that like related to Stan because everyone was just like, yes, this is what a hero should be, and and yep, society has twisted the way that people view heroes, how a hero should be. Like he wants that old, that old, old school, school, yeah, old school version of a hero. Like, yo, I'm gonna save you. I don't want no compensation, no nothing. I'm gonna just save you. and I'm out. Yeah. That's it. Everyone is like, I'm gonna build this agency. You're gonna have to pay this agency to do this, this for for services and everything. Everyone's just like a pay the higher hero. The society is perfect. Well, a good portion of society is fine with it because they're like, oh, well, they'll keep us safe. But then you have situations like Shigaraki, who's related to Nana Shimura, who trained all night. Right, right. And, um, she put her son up for adoption. Son ends up hating heroes. Son becomes emotionally abusive to children. One child snaps. Everyone's fucked. And no one's helping the kid that's out on the streets. No one's helping the kid. One person approaches, recoils from the kid's appearance, doesn't even like, oh, hey, officer, hero, here's this missing, ch- there's this child with no parent. It needs help. Yeah. They just leave it to the so, heroes because they think the hero's going to do it when they don't fucking really care if they ain't getting payment or anything out of it. So, so like, th- this is probably, like, the, the one thing I don't like when it comes to, like, the superheroes and even with, like, Spider-Man because he's broke, like, he's saving everybody, but he's broke as shit. <laughs> and people should really have a GoFundMe for Spider-Man for saving so many people. <laughs> Facts, but facts. but the the thing with the heroes is like they're still putting their lives on the line. They're still putting their time and their effort and their training into it. Saying that a hero shouldn't get paid for for doing what they're doing is like telling cops, soldiers, firefighters that they should just go and do it because it's the right thing to do. That's not fair. That's not fair it, to the heroes. Like, yeah. Like, like, Stain's mentality with how Ninja was going about it. Stain was like, he, he like he wants old school back, but he wants the heroes that are in it to save people, not in it for, yeah. like, the fame and fortune, because there's plenty of them in that yeah. society that are literally going into the hero business for that fame and fortune and could give two less shits about saving someone. That's, like, right. their second agenda. Right. right. So he wants but, the heroes that are, like, Midoriya. Because he spared Midoriya because Midoriya was a true hero. He came in, he's like, I'm here to save my friends. 
I don't that's... care what I get out of it. I don't and... care if I die. I'm here to save them. Right, and that's why All Might was number one and not Endeavor. Endeavor. Yeah. Because yeah. Endeavor was but in, Endeavor's in a fuck. it. Exactly. Like, yeah, you're the toughest. You're, you're tough as fuck, and you save a lot of people. But you also, you know, kick orphans in the face because they're in your way. <laughs> <laughs> like, like and you the, just can't. I mean, he bought, he technically, his marriage is illegal. He bought his wife. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Based on her court. Yeah. That means, but he'd be saving lives, though. <laughs> he'd be saving lives, but I mean, he also destroys them in the same process. Yeah, it's and, only like two or three. And that's the thing. <laughs> and that's <laughs> but, fucking destruction did he do with his battle with Dobby? Excuse me. Yeah. But like that. some motherfuckers die. Going back to Stain though, like Stain is interesting because I fuck with Stain mostly because I agree with him. Not in the sense like I agree with him, but only because that's what superheroes have become. Period. In our world, that's what superheroes have become. Like, yeah, like we get to see them do great, extraordinary things and save the day. But like, look, like they've gotten away from, in my opinion, like Batman said it in Infinite Crisis, issue one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can quote that much. So I'm not going to do the page. But Batman told Superman, like it was uh, the, just, the Justice League Watchtower just got destroyed by Mongol. And they, be, and they went to go see what, no, the Justice League Watchtower got destroyed by Alexander Luthor. And they went to go check it out, and Mongrel was there. And they got jumped by Mongrel. They, him, Wonder, him, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman ran his fade, and Batman and Superman got into an argument. And Superman, uh, and Batman was telling Superman, you haven't been inspirational since you died. And Superman was like, damn, bro, like, word? And, and Diana was like, Bruce, take it back. He was like, no, fuck this dude. He ain't been shit since he died. Facts. Like, what are you? You super, you supposed, like, Batman was like, you supposed to be Superman. And you ain't been worth a damn since you died. Since Doomsday ran your fade. And Clark was like, fuck you, Bruce. And he went to fly off. But, he, but, that, but that's true, right? Like, there is no stakes, right? St- like, there's no stake. In my hero, people actually die. Like, they die. They get hurt. In DC Comics, like, and you can relate to the tragedy. You can relate to the dilemmas in my hero of damn. Like, when they were going to save Arya, and it was like, do I save her now? and risk everyone's life on this street, or do we try and figure it out later? Like, there's real stakes in my hero. Batman, he just come through, break some glass, fuck up a crackhead, and fly off. You know what I'm saying? Let's Super- talk about that fucking smash that overhaul guy. Right. Oh, <laughs> he got a fade. You know what I'm saying? But, like, Superman will show up, and, like, like everybody knows, oh, the Justice League is getting their ass kicked. Here comes Superman. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no real stakes in DC. There's no... Uh, I was talking I was talking uh, about this constantly. I'm always talking about this with Timmy at the comic book shop. He's one of the clerks that run the comic book shop. And I'm telling like, there's we, me and him talk about it all the time. There's no stakes in a comic book. Superman dies, he's going to come back in a month. Batman dies, he'll come back in a month. And it's because they're cash cows. So as long as we keep making these heroes more OP and more grand and more extravagant, and, you know, like, people will come see them, but it takes away from who these heroes are, and it takes away their relatability. Captain America used to be this bum-ass... <laughs> Go... Hey, sh- no. Hey, whoa, whoa, hey, whoa. Oh, you about to... You about to... So much hate in the comments. Like, but, you know what I'm saying? You take somebody like Captain America, who was this bum-ass Jewish kid, this lanky-ass Jewish kid from Brooklyn, who wanted to be somebody... And he had the opportunity, he took it, and he saved the world. But now, what is Captain America? It's not the same, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, Barry Allen, 
He wanted to solve his parents' murder, absolve his dad. Now, we couldn't relate to that, but we could relate to the anguish that he felt, the loneliness, right? Him technically being an orphan, the guilt, the trauma, the dilemma. Like, is my dad guilty? Is he not? Like, you know, like, but that's not who they are anymore. Dick Grayson. Or even though Dick Grayson is like, even though he was a Batman's ward, Dick Grayson's parents got killed by criminals, right? There are people who can relate to that. Like he got taken in by Bruce, maybe not too relatable, but you know, he wanted to be better than his mentor, not in the sense of like, I want to be better than Batman, but like, look at this guy who let his whole, let one trauma destroy his life. I want to be better than that. Like, I want to be, you know, I want to be a better symbol of hope and a better, a better, uh, ambiance of peace. Dick Grayson doesn't stand for that anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, these characters, like Tony Stark, they all used to stand for intelligent men who were trying to make the world better, but they don't do that anymore. You know? And that's what, that's the problem with comics. Whereas with Naruto, One Piece, um, uh, My Hero Academia, Black Clover, these guys come from nothing and they use that. They even say it in their speech before they whoop the villain's ass every day, every episode. I didn't come from shit, but I'm going to be Hokage one day. I'm going to be the best pirate. I'm going to be the greatest pirate king or whatever the fuck. Like they always, it's in, it's literally like they make that their motivation and who they are. Like I'm going to save everybody even if I got to die trying. I'm going to be Hokage one day because y'all said I wasn't shit. Like, you know, I'm going to be the greatest hero because that's the right thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, if I can't save this kid, how can I call myself a hero? Facts. Like, you don't hear Superman say that shit. Like, you, that's not something you're going to hear out of Clark Kent's mouth. That's not something that Bruce Wayne is going to say. That's not something that you're going to hear Starfire or Wonder Woman worry about. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the, that's what makes these characters less and less relatable in anime more and more appealing. I came for my hero because I knew Deku was going to show out for your boy. Like, Deku was getting his ass kicked as he always does, and that's what makes him relatable. Deku takes L's, and he figures it out. You know you what I mean? You can even use it for the comment you said uh, about being a better person than this one because you have two polar opposites. You have Midoriya, and then you have Shigaraki. Right. And they're complete polar opposite. Shigaraki went through a lot of mental trauma, abuse, and then just complete abandonment to the society he always wanted to be a hero for. And then a villain's like, here, bro, let me help you out. Thanks. And, and like- you have Midoriya, who's the complete opposite. That was, ta- that was raised by a loving mother, encouraged no matter what. And then... All Might picked him up. Mm-hmm. So he became a better person and he strived to become a greater hero. And so, like, so, right. And that's what I think. I think that's where comic books are lacking is that, like, I know we took an hour and 20 minutes to say all that, but whatever. You know, we needed an episode. <laughs> but, like, that's that's the relatability. Like, you know, the heroes carry, they, they don't, the heroes that we grew up on in, the, in mainstream comic book continuity, they forgot where they came from. And anime will always the characters. The animes will all anime characters will always remember where they came from, no matter what the anime. Slice of Life obviously will take you through like real life choices, and then you have other anime that's like close to Slice of Life, like uh, Violet Evergarden. Um, then you have like symbolic anime like Spirited Away, but then you also have like the shonen, and the shonen characters will always hold true to who they are, and that's what makes them better than their uh, Marvel or DC counterparts. Not including like the Dakota verse, uh, Miles. Not including like Milestone Comics or Concrete Comics or any of those. Not take or Image. 
not taking away from them, Vertigo, but, you know, if we're talking main continuity, Shonen, Marvel, DC, Shonen will always have it as long as DC's characters remain um, too extraordinary for their own use and their own good. Yeah, I don't under, I still don't understand the meaning of what was it Superman what was it three thousand or something like that where he like literally gained the power of like a god like I don't understand how that's relatable to anything that was random and they just needed something for uh, Action Comics one thousand or some stupid shit I don't know that was random but then again I I still want to capitalize on what uh, Damn Dab uh, said like everybody loves DBZ but like. They're really milking the fuck out of it with the new power ups. That's it. That's all it is. Is this every season? Is this a new power up? Fuck this nigga up. Goku, Goku up. used to be these niggas up. Goku but used also, to be a smarter like character. Moon. Yeah, Sailor Moon. Sailor yeah, Moon. Sailor Moon is extra fucking relatable. At the end of the day, Serena is fucking relatable. It is. She's I get like, that. She never fucking want to do her homework. She be hungry as a fuck all the time, and she's still be holding her shit together and be like, "All right, I see the world." No like, one recognizes her with no mask. How is that? That's Sailor V. You talk about with Sailor the mask. Yeah, she's all over. I said there. no. I'm saying that Sailor Moon wears no mask, and oh. people are like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" That's that's why I'm saying that's why I'm saying it's not relatable. Like, well, 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 no, 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 I'm saying her as a character, not Sailor Moon, uh, but Serena, the character, is relatable. Yeah, Jupiter was relatable for me because I was the girl that no other girls really liked. I got along better with guys. I was Green. better with sports. 100%. I could cook. So Jupiter was the one for me. For real. Mm. That's major fact. Like outside of their power ups for Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. Oh no, I understand what you're talking about. Sailor Moon. So I thought Sailor Moon was published in Shonen. No, I was saying like like DBZ or My Hero. Oh. Oh, I mean, Sailor Moon is mainstream. Well, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just gonna flat Sailor out. Moon would be more of a shoujo, not a shonen. Shonen is comic books directed towards boys. Shoujo is directed towards girls. So oh, Sailor Moon is shoujo. shoujo. I thought I thought shoujo and shonen were under the same umbrella. No, shonen is a term for a manga that is directed mainly toward male audience, whereas shoujo is directed more mainly towards oh. female audience. Oh, I thought I thought I thought Sailor Moon was published in Shonen Jump is what I'm saying. I thought like they because I know they took Yu Yu Hakusho. It probably was. That's what I'm saying. Uh, so I'm talking about Shonen Jump. But, That's what I mean. Yeah, Sailor Moon's more of a shoujo directed more towards girls. But it right. did appeal to the male audience as well. I mean, Tuxedo so, Mask is a fuckboy. I can relate to that. So it's... <laughs> It's like let's not forget Tuxedo Max <laughs> generals that were uh, brainwashed. They were some fuck boys too. Facts, big facts, whole squad. No, that hey. was a fuck boy. So I don't... was a creep. Go, go, go ahead, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. So I don't, I don't like the um, the whole premise behind Sailor Moon. And let me tell you why before y'all jump down my throat. So. You got a whole show, right? And you got these girls, and they're supposed to be superheroes. But they don't become superheroes until after they put motherfucking makeup on. 
they don't become superheroes until after they change into these short skirts. He did it. And he went there. into into appealing ways. Oh shit. And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to edit this out the episode. He tried to get us killed. No, let me finish. He tried to get us killed. He said, let me finish. And there goes season three. It's done. But that's the reason I don't like it, because I'm like, why do they have to have And the high heels, don't forget the heels. Prime pretty makeup in order to beat the, the bad guy. No, I don't like it. Yeah, it's just the whole magical girl concept. Like It's not even that. So, really, this anime came out when? In like the, the 90s. early 90s? Late 80s, yeah. early 90s. There was still magical girls around the early 90s. This, I mean, this is where you're going as far as attractiveness and people. Hey, yo, DJ, cut the tape. Not them bitches <laughs> of fucking video games who are fucking happy. No, 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 because no, you're oh, you're thinking of it. Hold on, wait. This should be a different episode. This should be a different episode. You're so mad that you're not listening. <laughs> I'm not saying that they can't dress however the fuck they want. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that it seems like every time they have to fight a villain, they have to have makeup. They have to have this. They They're have not, to have that. Because that's... Outfit. Yeah, which is makeup. I mean, think about it this way. You have Superman who has to go into a telephone booth to change into his uniform, right? Oh, no. This, this is different. This is different. No, it's not, <laughs> no because they're still... This is different because this is, rela- this is relatable. <laughs> this is different, crime. but this is different because but it's relatable. In the fact that society keeps telling women that they gotta wear makeup in order to look good. Man down. Man down. You man down, bro. Okay, say man down. Man down. Man down. Okay, She's say. already gone. She's already gone. No, no. no. Hey. hey, hello, a hey, producer, a hey, producer. Cut the but tape. She, cut she tape. Didn't let me get to that part. Cut the tape. Oh, this is I got, I got captions going. I can scroll up. Did you hear me? Oh, no. Let me scroll up. No, scroll no, up. no you walked away. Producer, cut the tape. <laughs> hello, <laughs> producer, cut the tape. Cut the tape. Cut. I know. Cut the tape. Oh God. You can say the same thing for like. This is Mary. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman wearing a tight ass leather outfit. Hey, but but hold on, wait, hold on, but but wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. But in in damn dad and damn dad's in damn dad bod's defense, the problem, and y'all could get on him all day. It's gonna be. But hold on, hear me out. Hear me out. The problem. That's no. I get what he's trying to. I get what he's trying to say. The problem with Sailor Moon is when they transform. Right. Any boy anime, we don't have to do all that. But hear me. Let me finish. They they have they need the makeup right, and they the makeup comes out with the glitter and shit. They get naked. They transform. I get it. I get that. That's fan service. And then they get the, the the skimpy skirts and the heels and the jewelry. I I get where he's going with this. The, but my that that is an issue because it makes it seem like you have to be beautiful to be powerful. But that's what I'm saying. But but the problem I had with Sailor Moon was that not only did all that happen, but then they would spend ten minutes getting their ass beat until a man showed until, up. Yep, until exactly. a man showed up, exactly. and all he did was throw a rose, and everything was straight. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, like the whole, and then like Sailor Moon, all he did was show up and throw a rose, and then all of a sudden Sailor Moon was like, "I'm good like, now." 
And he'd be like, Sailor Moon, finish it. And she'd be like, okay. I'm not saying that Sailor Moon isn't without its problems. This is two episodes. I'm about to break this up. Go ahead. I'm not saying that it's not without its problems because that was always a thing. I feel like, I don't know if Nana isn't backing up or not, but I feel like at a certain point, we were all like, this seems a little ridiculous. Oh, yeah. But to say that they can't, but to say that they can't hold their own against a villain isn't fair because what happens. The same did not know that it wait. That's what I'm saying. It. I'm agreeing with you. Watch you. It, you don't know. I, I do watch it. I no, have. So not, not you. Oh, I'm about to say I have watched it. So what does not be tuxedo masking in a negative way? What I'm saying is this: when they first got their powers, they were literally just learning. It wasn't like off the, out the bat. Okay, the yeah, I get that. They knew how to do everything. But by season three, babies. By season three. Yeah, but, they didn't get their shit together for a cool minute. Yeah, no, which, I, I get it. Wait, we're eventually, we're eventually saying, I did have to rescue Tuxedo Mask. She had to go save his ass. That was true. Yeah. By herself. That one time. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. one time. Yeah. that one time. That one time. That one time. You also had to reset everything at one point. When you had, what, Sailor Chibi Chibi Moon and that whole mm-hmm. fucking arc? Yeah. She had to reset everything and save Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they did well. They did it better in Crystal than they did the original. But yeah, after season one, she had to wipe everyone's mind and reset because like they were just so they got so fucked up by the first was the mm-hmm. first or second villain. She had to wipe like everything. I remember that. But like, but that's the thing. Like, but and I I, I think I don't think that was so much. I don't know what that was because the the like the the creator of Sailor Moon is amazing. But I did find that I hated as a man. And I know, like, I'm about to mansplain, whatever. But as a man, I have to. I'm about to. I'm I'm about to. I'm about to do this. So you're like, I I did. I didn't like. I was like, okay, well, Yusuke doesn't have to do all that. Why did they? But at at nine, I didn't know it was fan service. You see what I'm saying? Like, I didn't yeah. know that that's what it was. So I was like, why do I have to waste ten minutes in them changing and Yusuke does it in ten seconds? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't understand that. Or like Kenshin, he pulls his sword out in two seconds, and Sailor Moon got to take ten minutes to do all this shit. But, like, but, I didn't but, get but that. You guys are over. But what I'm saying, transformation. Nah, fam, you need to go back I'm, and watch no, that. I'm not, I'm go not watch even, that. <laughs> I'm not even talking about the transformation. So I mean, in general, the fact that okay, she will even take the makeup out of the equation, right? Why can't she just use the staff and whoop somebody's ass? She's got to go through fight. the. She's got to no, go through the makeup. The Ray, Ray can fucking fight. The only one though. She can fight. Uh-huh. She can kick uh-huh. the ass. Jupiter can fucking fight. There's only two Amy, of them that can fight. Yeah, they but can. You they can fight. But Amy, Amy's a super genius. Venus uh-huh. is a fucking movie star. But, but, she's but a who's, she always. But who's, but who's the? But who's the star of the show? <laughs> The bum ass. The bum ass. The bum bitch with the makeup. She had the furthest to go arc-wise. Why she gotta be a bitch? She's 14. That's a child. She had the furthest to go arc-wise is what I'm saying. Yo. They knew out of all of them, any like any of them could have been Sailor Moon and got their shit together immediately. True. They knew Serena had to get her shit together. She had to. And they told her throughout the episode. Mars tried to take the leader position away from Serena? Yeah, Mars tried to be Sailor Moon. It didn't work because they didn't have, they had assigned magic powers. That's why it didn't work. Yeah. It's not even, I'm just saying, like, for out of all of them, she had to get her shit together. She had to. She had to. But, like, that's what made Sailor Moon relatable, bringing it back. That's what I, 
I know I agree with you. I'm about let me fi- let me finish. Like I agree with you that that's what made her relatable because like you some people just don't want to step into that calling. Like Ashley said, like she didn't want to do her homework. She was already a bum ass <laughs> before Sailor Moon. Then she had to save the world on top of that. Like come on, bro. She don't even want to do her homework. She barely like, want to take a shower. All that responsibility. Yeah, like, at that young. Yeah, we, we just want to not. She wanted. Have she, responsibility. She, she wanted her eighteen-year-old boyfriend, which was pedophilia, by the way, and she wanted yeah, to eat Cheetos and lay on her ass. Yeah. And they were like, "You're I the princess of the moon." Cheeto mask was older than eighteen because he was in college. Yeah, Fact. Like well, like I don't know what age they. I don't know. I just remember okay. he graduated. No, because he, he graduated high school in season one. He was in college in season two, so he was at least eighteen, nineteen. When she was fourteen, a solid fourteen. So either way, that's disgusting. But whatever. Um, <clears throat> but no, yeah, like that's what. But not everybody like wants to step into that responsible light, and Sailor Moon had to, and that was that was what made her relatable to some people, you know. Um, but I I understand where TJ coming from because well, no, because I get irritated when you take Goku forever to power up too. I'd be like, come on, bro. Like, ten, 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 oh my god! I'm not talking about the power up. I'm talking about the fact that, <laughs> that she got to put on makeup. But that was her power up. That was her power up. I don't. I don't care how long it took or the fact that they got changed. I'm like, why? Why is it that? Oh, why does? It's a major factor. Oh, why does it have to be makeup? Why does it have to be high heels? Why does it have to be makeup? Fan service. Other tools, right? It was fan service. Who okay, cares? okay. Why did so you play So can you let me finish with my thoughts before you keep doing this? Get like five extra age groups up just to play cards. For what? You're right. For what? No You're right. Sailor Moon's the best. No purpose. No purpose. Mm-hmm. No purpose. I'm no, just saying, there was a specific not. scene in Dragon Ball Super where there were three people, three girls, about to transform... And Android 17 said, no. And <laughs> 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 just <laughs> fucked them. I was like, bro, why are we waiting for this? Yo, just square up right now. <laughs> I remember that. She slapped the fuck out of them. He was like, calm that shit down. Do you guys Everyone looked at that him like, he was that wrong. Was but everyone was like, yes. Taking forever to get ready. But that was them making fun of Magical Girl anime, though. Like, yeah, that was them. Um, that's what I'm saying. Uh, the, but all you got to hear is the pin like... holders for the whole thing was also like, okay, women. so. So, of like, women take a long time getting ready. Yeah, true. Yeah. JD. Yo. Yeah. Serena was 14, 13 at the start of the show. Darian was 19. That's disgusting. Somebody should have fixed that. Yeah. No, but no, she had makeup man. on, so she looked a little older. Shut up. <laughs> no, but she didn't. Get out. Get out. <laughs> get out. Get the, get the, get out. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. This is supposed to be an hour-long episode. It's been an hour and 35. Get out. You you the reason why this episode lasted 30 more minutes. I want you to reflect on that as we close out. Because we closing, all right? You the reason why this episode took so damn long. I'm so sorry. No, I'm you're sorry. not. No, you're not. It's been a long time. No, you're not. He's not sorry. He, not, he don't give a fuck. Look at him. Look at it. Look at his face. With his bald head ass. He don't give a goddamn. The shot on your face is saying, fuck y'all. <laughs> like, listen. All right, look. It's midnight over there. It's 7.30 over here. I haven't eaten dinner. We will reconvene on another episode for sure. It's going to happen. So, Ninja Senpai, Nainers cosplay, She Bad cosplay, it's Damn Dad Bot. Is it Desert Lily or Nainers? Well, I mean, whatever you want to call me. 
You're used to nanners, but I switched my name to Desert Lily because the name, my name, where it derives from is the uh, Persian Lily, which is why I changed it. Okay, so Ninja Senpai, Desert Lily, She Bad Cosplay, Damn Dad Bod, Jonathan D'Angelo, aka Johnny D. This is the blurred view, guys. Work <laughs> is functional. And we are out this motherfucker. Any, like, anybody... if, I if I don't make it, it's because she bad killed me. Oh, yeah, facts. Y'all like you down damn the street. Right. Wow. Down the street. <laughs> down the street. <laughs> Round the corner. Bro, next time she sees you, bro, it's, it's, it's on site. It's, it's on site. It's, it's gang, right. gang. It's, okay. it's gang, That's gang. That's all right. Don't worry, bro. I got that. I did my push-ups. I did my sit-ups, and I did my squats, and I did my runs. There you go. There you go. With the one-punch man onesie. With the one-punch man onesie. And I gotta wear no makeup, either. Oh, all right. We out. Oh, we out. We out. We out. Cut the tape. 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 Cut the tape.